0: Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. Hi, I'm Gretchen. Welcome to my podcast. If you are returning, thank you so much for tuning back in. And if you are a new listener, welcome to the show. All right, so today I am super excited because we're going to talk about chakras, and I think that everyone needs to know about chakras and just how important they are to all of us to keep a very healthy life going. So I want to address my journey and how I learned about chakras. Basically, I had been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I was not feeling well at all. Unfortunately, my doctors would give me just about any prescription that you could imagine. I'm talking about all kinds of muscle relaxers, narcotics, you name it. Yes, it was a very painful problem to have. And I guess that they believed that I needed these drugs to just have a comforting day. However, it didn't suit my lifestyle. I needed to be able to function clear-headed at work. I didn't want to be on drugs. I didn't like going to the doctor. I didn't want to be ill. And if I took the medication, then I obviously couldn't function in the workplace the way that I was supposed to. So immediately, I dismissed my prescriptions and started looking for other alternative healing modalities. I stumbled upon nutrition, natural medicine, and one day I came along the path of chakra healing. Now, what I think is so important is that we can all heal ourselves if we want to. And I firmly believe that. However, in today's society, with all the money that is being made in Big Pharma... I don't believe that we're given the proper information or resources to learn about the different modalities of healing ourselves. I get very passionate about this and I find it very maddening and disheartening that there isn't more information that's available to people so that they can learn how to heal themselves and live vibrantly. So today, I am going to bring that information to you, and I hope that you find that this is very helpful and useful, and that you can get going on your healing journey as well. The chakras are your key to good health, vitality, and longevity. And I want to kick it off with a quote that I think is very important that we can all just sit with for a moment. The quote is, It is up to us how we explore the great wonders in our body. It's life force and subtle centers we call chakras. We can either deny that they exist or learn to understand, work, and awaken them in order to live a more fulfilling life on planet Earth. That's by Raju Ramanath, Souls from Mercury, The Chakra Magic Empowering Relationships. So let's face it. The pace in which we live today has quickened to the point where most of us don't even have time to sit down for a decent meal, let alone a good night's sleep or even unwind a little bit to reflect and rejuvenate. But it is so important to find the time to slow down, at least to where we can listen to our body and get in touch with our intuitive awareness. So let's get into chakras and energy healing. Chakra is a Sanskrit term and it means will or disc a wheel of spinning energy. Information on chakras dates back to about 5,000 years to the Middle East, the ancient Romans, and then onward to the Western society. Classic Greek ideas about the chakras are contained in the writings of Plato. Plato considered the chakras to be a subtle organ that the soul or psyche uses to relate to the gross physical body. Our chakras are subtle energy points, literally wheels or vortexes of energy. They act as energy gateways or energy exchange points. The chakras work closely with the meridians in our body by sending them information, and the meridians then communicate information back to the chakras. The physical body is then controlled by the energy that flows through the chakras. Our body responds and functions accordingly with this energy. Each chakra influences different areas in our life, and I'll get to more on that later. Our chakras are like vaults, like our own personal vaults. They hold our stories, our emotions, and imprints on our life. We even begin in this world when we are born with our lineage imprints or information already in our chakras. There are seven main chakras, and we'll discuss this today in detail. But it is believed that we have as many as 104 chakras, but they're mostly minor points, with a few of them being outside of our body, in our auric field. The auric field, or our aura, is created by energy in our body. Visualize these seven main chakras in our body aligned with our spine. In addition, not only are there seven main chakras... Each one has seven layers to it. Very few people are aware of this. The oldest layer contains the oldest information, and that would be the bottom layer, with the most recent information or emotions on the top layer. Each chakra, despite its category, actually corresponds with nerve centers, endocrine glands, and organs in our physical bodies. The chakras trace back thousands of years, but the most recent pioneers of the chakra, the modern system, that is, include H.P. Blavatsky, Joseph Campbell, Sri Sabahapti Swami, Carl Jung, Barbara Brennan, Alice Bailey, Roland Thomas Hunt, and Iva Berg-Witten, to name a few. Just like someone can see auras, which is part of our energy field, there are a few people that are gifted and they can actually see energy the chakras, and the colors of them. Donna Eden of Eden Energy Medicine is one of those amazing teachers, but most of us cannot see chakras as they are energy. If you are questioning chakras because you cannot see them, think about all the other things that we cannot see with our naked eye, but they exist, like air, oxygen, radio waves, radiation, atoms, etc. To put it in perspective, let's have a bit of a basic science recap. Take note that all matter is atoms. Everything boils down to tiny little atoms, even you. Moving on, let's look at the law of conservation of energy. The law of conservation of energy states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only converted from one form of energy to another. Everything is energy, even our emotions, our thoughts, and our feelings energy, energy fields are everywhere and it is connecting us all together. That means I'm connected to you and so on. So the chakras are divided into three categories. The chakras of matter are your root chakra, your sacral chakra, your solar plexus. The chakras of spirit are your throat, your third eye, and your crown. And the chakra that bridges the gap, would be your heart chakra, and some say the throat chakra, which is also called the Holy Grail. Our energy, or more specifically our thoughts and emotions, don't go away, but we do have the ability to change or manipulate them for the better. We have the ability to take a negative energy flow and transform it into health and happiness. Did you know that our chakras can get stuck or blocked? That can happen by doing instead of being, not taking time out to rest and listen to our body, and simply going through the motions of life. It can also happen by not acknowledging or unprocessed emotions, by brushing them under the rug, but you're still hurt or you're angry, and so on. Your chakra can be stuck or blocked by being around negativity, negative people, etc., or dwelling on negative problems or situations, Trauma can cause our chakras to become blocked. Physical injury, traumatic accidents, heartbreak, and loss can all contribute to our chakras becoming blocked or stuck. Chakras can be in three different stages. They can be active or balanced, which would be a normal input or output of energy, and you'll feel good and healthy and vibrant. Or they can be overactive and wide open, overstimulated, you might be short-fused, And you may possibly have illness. They can also be underactive or blocked. And you may need stimulation just to cope. You may have low energy, low vibration, and illness. The more imbalances you have and the longer they stay, the bigger and the deeper the issues can become. So if you're having a hard time understanding your chakra system and what that looks like if your chakra is blocked or overwhelmed, the best example for understanding a blocked chakra that I have heard is actually from Melissa Crowhurst of Natural Healer. Here is how chakras work within you. Think of your body as a bed of a river and the energy is the water in it. Life within and around the river when it flows, flows smoothly. If there are any points in your riverbed that cause the water to slow to the point of nearly stopping, the water becomes stale and stagnant, then bacteria and moles start to grow. That blockage can also stop the flow of water getting to where it was originally headed. So the rest of the river, or perhaps a pond or a lake down the line, dries up and the life once supported perishes. There may be a case where the water in the riverbed is rushing too quickly. This would be your overactive chakra. So it overloads its riverbanks and overwhelms the endpoint. Those areas will quickly become imbalanced and the normal rhythm of life goes and gets disturbed. When we are too busy doing brushing emotions under the rug or being subjected to negativity or heartbreak, our riverbeds get mucked up. They get murky and it doesn't flow at normal levels, resulting in blockages or overactivity. But don't fear, we can all balance our chakras and live well. Let's discuss chakras and their correlation to our systems. Okay, I will review the seven main chakras individually. Our first chakra, or root, or base chakra, lies in the region of the tailbone area. The color that it is known for, or that correlates to it, is red. Our root chakra controls physical needs, safety, grounding. By the way, if you would like more information on the root chakra or grounding, please revisit the podcast that I did on grounding. But our root chakra also is the one that keeps us stable or stabilized. We can balance our chakras by using stones or crystals that can help in the balancing. That would be along the line of red jasper, tiger's eye, hematite. Food that also helps us balance our chakra, our root chakra, would be any type of foods that are red, dark brown, or rooted vegetables. The root chakra correlates to the element earth, and it controls our sense of smell. If you're concerned about your root chakra, some states of imbalance would indicate that you have concerns with physical well-being, you have doubt, fear, lack of security, and instability. There's a wonderful mantra or sound vibration that can help you with this chakra, which is LAM. If you say it properly, you can actually feel the vibration within yourself and that vibration helps balance out the energy in our root chakra. The second chakra, which is known as the sacral chakra, is located in our lower abdomen. The color for this chakra is orange. The sacral chakra controls reproduction, our sexuality, and our creativity. This is the chakra of fun and childlike play. A stone that you can use or a crystal that you can use to help with balancing this chakra would be carnelian or citron. It correlates to all foods that are orange in color, as well as eggs, beans, nuts, and seeds. So if you're looking to balance your second chakra, you can definitely partake in those foods. Its element is water, and the body's sense that it correlates to is your taste your taste buds if you're wondering if you have an imbalance in your sacral chakra you might be feeling repressed as far as creativity is concerned you may have a sexual dysfunction perhaps you have emotional issues and lack of self-worth or self-esteem as an issue of imbalance in the sacral chakra its mantra or vibrational sound is VAM, v-a-m So now let's explore the third chakra or the solar plexus. It's located right about the area of your navel. The color for the third chakra is yellow and it represents your identity, your personal power, your willpower. A wonderful crystal to help you balance your third chakra would be jade or yellow citrine. Foods you can eat to help you when balancing your third chakra would be anything that is yellow, grains, and complex carbohydrates. The element that this chakra represents is fire and the body sense is sight. If you're wondering whether or not your third chakra is balanced, examine your self-esteem your dependency or codependency. If your third chakra is out of whack, you will have low self-esteem. You will be codependent. You will lack self-control, not be able to set boundaries. You may have addictions or be depressed or have a little anxiety. A mantra or sound vibration that you can use is Ram. Moving on to our fourth chakra, which is the heart. It's located in the chest area and the color is green or pink. Your fourth chakra controls unconditional love, the flow of your love, sadness, as well as grief. Stones that can help balance your fourth chakra would be aventrine, malachite, emerald, pink quartz, Foods that you can incorporate into your diet to help with balancing or keeping your fourth chakra flowing would be green leafy vegetables or green tea. And the element that represents your fourth chakra is air. The body sense is touch. Areas that you may want to examine if you're thinking that you may have an imbalance would be inability to give or receive love freely, holding grudges, loneliness, jealousy or fear in a relationship, or commitment issues. Also being stuck on past relationships. If you're experiencing any of those, you may have an imbalance in your heart chakra. A great sound mantra would be YAM. All right, we're moving on to the Holy Grail, which would be the fifth chakra, which is located in our neck right at the base of our neck where the little indent is, and the color is blue. We call the fifth chakra the holy grail because if this chakra has an imbalance, it may block all the other chakras from coming up to the seventh chakra. It's the area where communication takes place. As a matter of fact, the fifth chakra controls communication, self-expression, and it's the main gateway or communicator to all of the chakras. As a matter of fact, there are many different areas of energy flowing through this specific chakra. A great crystal or stone to use if you're looking to balance this particular chakra would be lapis lazuli, turquoise, or aquamarine. And of course, you can incorporate some blue foods into your diet. However, there aren't all that many blue foods. So liquids is also a wonderful thing that you can incorporate more of into your diet if you're looking to balance out your throat chakra. The element is ether and the the body sense that it controls would be hearing. If you think that you may have an imbalance in your throat chakra, you may be holding back expression. You may find difficulty communicating or not feeling heard or speaking your truth truth. And a wonderful mantra for your throat chakra is ham. All right. And that brings us to our sixth chakra, which is our third eye. It's right in the middle of our forehead, right in between our eyebrows. And the third chakra is represented by deep violet or indigo. It controls our intuition, our perception, our enlightenment. A wonderful stone to use for balancing our third eye would be amethyst, lapis lazuli, or quartz. Foods for your third eye would be deep violet or indigo foods. But in addition to that, this has got to be my favorite because it also includes caffeine, chocolate, red wine, and herbal teas. The element that it controls would be spirit, and the body sense is extrasensory perception or ESP. States of imbalance would be you have a lack of or no direction, you have a lack of intuition. You're lost in your direction in life. You may fear the future. You may become dogmatic in your life. If you're looking for a sound mantra, sham would be the sound mantra for the third eye. Okay, now we've made it to the seventh chakra, which is our crown chakra. The color for this chakra would be a light violet or iridescent color. It controls divine love. It controls our super consciousness. Wonderful crystals for this chakra would be the diamond, clear quartz, or selenite. And there's actually no food for this chakra. As a matter of fact, fasting is recommended if you're looking to work on or balance this chakra, as well as drinking lots of water that's high in alkaline. But if you're looking to a food, whatever you do eat, you may want to make sure that it's very pure and organic. And of course the element is spirit and the body senses are all of our body senses. If it's out of balance. You may feel a sensation of disconnection to spirituality. You may be closed-minded, cynical, or lack of connection with others. And the sound or the sound mantra would be, AM. Again, when we're using the sound mantras, make sure that you say it so that you can feel the vibration within. Just to recap a little bit on the colors, The first chakra is red, the second chakra is orange, the third or solar plexus is yellow, the heart chakra is green, the throat chakra is blue, the third eye or the sixth chakra would be a indigo color, and the seventh chakra would be a light violet or iridescent color. Now the beautiful thing about knowing these colors is that they work very well for foods as well as even clothing. So if you're looking to balance out, not only can you use the foods that we discussed, but you can incorporate colors of clothing also. Surrounding yourself in the correlating color to your chakra is wonderful for helping them balance out. In addition there are also yoga poses that you can do for each chakra. For a root chakra you can do the tree pose and for the throat chakra you can do a shoulder stand. For the heart chakra you can do the camel pose. For the sacral chakra, you can do a goddess pose. And for the crown chakra, you can do a headstand. And the third eye chakra, you can do a downward dog. And last but not least, our solar plexus chakra, you can do a warrior pose. So those are some of the very simple little things that we can do to incorporate into our life and create some balance within our chakras. Another wonderful way to balance out our chakras would be using scents or essential oils. And I'm not going to get into all of the details on different essential oils that you can use because it can get very complicated depending upon whether your chakra is overactive or if it's blocked. But I want to send you guys to a wonderful resource, which is by visiting AuraCacia.com. They have wonderful information on their website about what combination of essential oils you can use on various chakras, whether they are imbalanced, whether they are underactive or overactive I have actually used their oils and what I really like is that they have them like specifically for your solar plexus or your sacral chakra so you can buy them already pre-mixed and use them They're wonderful. I actually believe that I purchased mine at Barron's Market in Southern California and I believe that store is only in Southern California. I have seen their products in Whole Foods as well but of course you can order it online. So that is a great resource for some of your essential oils. Now one of my favorite things about the chakras and balancing your chakras is that meditation is also just a absolutely wonderful tool and why I like meditation is not only is it extremely effective, but it absolutely costs nothing. So I mentioned this in one of my past podcasts that you can actually balance your chakras by doing a chakra meditation. The version that I like to do is one of visualization. So starting down at your root chakra, which is red and visually a swirling red in that area. And I'll do that for maybe five minutes but if you are short on time and you can only do it for a minute for each chakra then so be it because a little bit is better than nothing. So I visualize the red for the root chakra swirling red like the color of lava and I move up to orange which would be your sacral chakra. And I visualize that spinning too. I often like to try to think of a little pinwheel that you would use when you're a child outside running and watching it spin, but in the color of your chakra. And from there, I'll move on to my solar plexus, which is yellow and so on and so forth until I'm done. I used to do this every morning. I would actually kick this off with my meditation routine with doing a real short chakra meditation and then going on to just regular general meditation from there. So it's just a great way to keep you balanced. It's like routine maintenance. Another extremely effective way of balancing the chakras is a method by using just your hand. Basically, you place your hand right above your chakra, starting with your base chakra, and you move it in a counterclockwise position for about two minutes or so. When your two minutes is up, just wipe your hands together, like you're brushing off your hand that you were swiping with, and then begin in a clockwise position. Move up through each chakra doing this method however if you are a male you will do the opposite when it comes to your crown chakra you will go in a clockwise position first and then a counterclockwise position this is a very easy and extremely effective method that you can use in your chakra clearing practice chakra balancing can be so powerful and it can even have some immediate results So that you can have a perspective of just how powerful chakra clearing is, I want to share a little situation with you. Back in 2017, there was the Las Vegas Harvest Musical Festival. You may recall this is where the mass shooting occurred at this music festival. My daughter had been intending to go to this festival. At the very last minute, she told her friends that she decided she wasn't going to go. I was extremely pleased because for some reason my intuition had been telling me all along that she shouldn't go. That night, one of the girls in the group of friends that she was supposed to be going with was shot in the arm. As the situation was unfolding with the active shooter, my daughter was called by one of her girlfriends that was there in her group. It was as if my daughter lived through the experience with the girls even though she wasn't even there. She told me a couple days later that she was really struggling, having extremely vivid nightmares each night. In addition, she was having a lot of anxiety. She was feeling a little bit of guilt as if she should have been there. This is one of the more traumatic situations and more traumatic reactions that i've ever seen my daughter have i suggested that we do some work on our chakras and see if we can work on these emotions and hopefully provide her with a little bit of relief and she was obviously open to it she would do anything for a bit of relief at this point so we began working on her chakras we did one full session of chakra balancing and that night she slept all through the night no nightmares all it took was was that one session to balance out her chakras and relieve her from that emotional trauma that she had endured. Gone was the anxiety, and she was able to sleep from then on. I hope you really understand what this can do for you in your life. Not only can it help heal old wounds, trauma, buried emotions, but all of our chakras work together. And when they're all balanced, we're running like a fine oiled machine. We are healthy and vibrant and able to take on the world. Remember, we are all energy. Our chakras are energetic wheels within us. And when we place positive focus on them through our thought and our intentions, we can unblock and smooth out our energy to become free and free-flowing. Our chakras hold all of our emotions, all of our fears, all of our worries And those can get clogged up and they can create physical problems, emotional problems within ourselves. So it's very, very important that we continually clear out our chakras. You all have the ability to balance your chakras. However, if you're having some challenges and you feel like the examples that I gave you today aren't quite getting through all the layers of your chakra, I would definitely recommend seeking out a Reiki master or an individual certified in clearing chakras. There are many of us that do this. As a matter of fact, I'm a certified Reiki master as well as I've been certified in chakra clearing. But just seek out some help and advice and make sure that you get your energy flowing properly. We want to see you live healthy and vibrantly. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps us reach more listeners. If you want to connect, please drop your comments below or visit GretchenSmithCoaching.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at GretchenSmithCoaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. Additional information on this episode can be found below in the show notes.